I'm Carly, and I play Hollis the Merperson. Hey y'all, it's Pat. I play Leland Deacon. I'm John, and I play Mort McCoy. This is Ray, and I play Cammy the Kitsune. Hey, I'm Adam Bash. I'm the storyteller, and welcome to Brute Force. Fine patrons, welcome to the Gilded Ram Grog House in Tea Room. I, of course, am Jasper Spitwhistle, just a simple bard who, you know, through hard work and determination, uh, rose to the status of Grog House in Tea Room owner. You know, not a lot of people, not a lot of bards at least, get to that level. Got what I consider a screaming deal on the place. You know, really was at the top of my game, I feel. And now, Boy, it's been quite a week, hasn't it? Um, technically, I am still the owner and proprietor of the Gilded Ram Grog House and Tea Room, though I don't actually have the ability to make any executive decisions currently because I'm going through some sort of conservatorship uh, process with the bank. Come to find out if you call one single character in your story by the wrong name, um, the bank will come along and say that's grounds for saying that you're not quite all there anymore, which is not true. I'm sharp as a tack, still. And, um, and then they'll use, uh, I guess, the fact that you have a bitter future ex-wife who wants to try to steal everything from you and you have to use an assumed name once in a while as another reason to question your mental acuity. Honestly, uh, it, what it all comes down to, they had their eyes on this place for a long time, and they thought, oh yeah, we could get it for a song, but maybe we could get a, a, this guy to buy it, and then we'll just wrest it away from him, we don't even have to use our own money. And technically, the, the joke's on them, because they had to use their own money anyway, I did have to take a loan to buy this place, they had to use their own money, and I'm not just not paying back at this point, because what's the, why would I, you know? I'm not going to pay them back for something that now they say they own, or at least uh, control. Anyway, a lot of change is happening around here. As you've noticed, um, they brightened up the place quite a lot. There used to be a lot of dank and dark corners. And sure enough, they've just put lighting in all around. You know, there's a lot of more new sconces. Um, I, w I frankly am a little bit nervous about the sheer amount of open flame that we have going on in here with all these torches. And why add draperies? They added a lot of draperies, but not to the windows, but like adjacent to the windows, frighteningly close to the torches. I don't think they know anything about decor. Specifically, I have issues with the new paneling that they've installed all around this place. I mean, it's a wooded building. Why do you need to do wood paneling inside a wood building? And it reeks, honestly. It smells as if it's dipped in some sort of turpentine or something. I don't know. They don't know the first thing about running a bar. Um, and so here we are, you know. You guys can file your complaint letters, you know. Um, honestly, I... I, I, I We'll get it all sorted out. I'm going to go back in and have another conversation um, with my doctor next week. I'm sure I can clear a lot of this up. Um, even the people at the bank are like, yeah, no, this is going to be a quick little thing. This isn't going to be a big issue. Um, 
So, you know, we'll move on past it. For now, though, I guess I have to live with it. We have to live with stinky paddling, um, superfluous drapes that are doing nothing, um, and extra torches, I guess. And here's the funny thing, though. I came down last night, because, you know, I do live above the bar. And I was at the top of the stairs, and I saw that this place was, like, glowing down. I was like, are they still open? They can't possibly still be open. And I came downstairs, and yeah, no, it wasn't still open. But then nobody pulled out the torches, you know? And in fact, I talked to the bartenders this morning, and they're like, no, you know, the bank people here, they said they were going to shut down. They don't even know how to shut down a bar, you know? Left the torches, uh, still burning on the wall, one or two on the floor, you know, just sitting there. Like... (laughs) Okay, that's going to do something. You know, could have been a real dangerous situation. So, anyway, suffice it to say, they don't know what they're doing. Thankfully, um, it will all be solved quite soon when I regain ownership. So, let's not just dwell on that too awful long. Let's move back to the story, because it's exciting times. I mean, so far, every single part, except for maybe one little bit where they jumped into a dream here or there, every other part of... Uh, the story I've told you so far has happened in the material plane, the, 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 the plane of the Aurith that we are all existing in right now. Now, many people don't understand is that there are other planes stacked upon, well, not really upon one another. They kind of crisscross. It's like a Venn diagram, but in three dimensions. And then technically you can't see some of them because it's actually in four dimensions. Uh, but we are, you know, that's very simple. It's a very simple thing to conceptualize, if you, even if you don't know about it. Uh, but yeah, for the first time, um, the brute force traveled to a different plane of existence. This time, it was the plane of Fibulwinter. Actually, technically, Ezra was in another plane at one point when he was trapped within that wither glass. But that's kind of a dimmy plane type situation. But this is the first real big boy plane, uh, Fibulwinter, which is a land of eternal winter. Which probably surprises no one based upon the name. Anyway, there was giants there, there was a lot of snow. And then at the very end of our last part of the story, whose name should they spy upon the horizon on the side of a zeppelin but Lila Ann and her simple sugars? Ah, it seemed the Deacon Sugar marketing team was working overtime. Just to turn a phrase, Deacon Sugar never paid overtime to anyone. Congratulations, you have made it to Fimbulwinter with your escort, uh, a vampire half-orc by the name of Devin. Uh, You guys have all emerged into the snowy wastes. Mm -hmm. There's a giant that's sleeping somewhere off in the distance. There's probably other ones you don't even know. Uh, And off in the distance, you see, kind of at the edge of the horizon, a airship. And it proclaims in big, bold letters, bold enough to see from even as far away as you are, Lila Ann's Sample Sugars, or Sample Syrups. So, Devon is half-orc, half-elf, right? I believe you said that. Half-orc, half-elf, yeah. yes. So is that yes. kind of like a, a north? Do we call him an urk? Mm, yeah, we get, Yeah, which one would it be? Would it be... Or an oaf? An, an orf. Or an urk. An orf. He'd, he'd be an orf, yeah. An orf. Okay. Not a north, but an orf. I like that. But that sounds a little too dwarfy, right? Well, then what would an orc dwarf be if not an orf? So he's an ulf. Interesting. He's an ulf. Ulf. He's an ulf. Dwork? I think I think dwork. I like dwork. Dwork? <laughs> dwork. Dwork is good. I like dwork. <laughs> dwork is good. Somehow ulf stuck for orc elf, so he's an ulf. Ulf. Okay. 
yeah, to describe him, he's a he's pretty built. Uh, he's pretty tall. Uh, he does look a little scrappy. You know, he's not like clumbering, lumbering, oafish, giant, big gorilla man. Oafish. But he is oafish, yeah. If I remember correctly, I had, um, I requested that he lift me up so that I wouldn't get trapped because it's like deep, deep, deep snow. So if yeah. I remember correctly, I'm riding upon Devin's shoulders. Sounds right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Avec un extra tail. That was also established in the last episode. Oh yeah, you've got another tail. You've got five tails now. Yeah, yeah, a nice white tail that's cursed. So I'm bringing up the the rear so I can enjoy the view. <laughs> Devin, <laughs> I'll uh, I'll whip my tails around the front so as not to block his beautiful ass. Yeah, I'll take I'll take oh, my yeah. tails and I'll, I'll bring them around the front. I'll part them like how the like girls do when it looks like they have pigtails. But it's, I'll yeah, I'll part my tails down the middle. <laughs> While I'm on his shoulders, so you can still admire uh, his ass or whatever, uh, whatever, whatever Hollis is eyeing, eyeing down. The meat. <laughs> Leyland, uh, what did you say your sister's name was? <clears throat> she who mustn't be named. Are we talking about her? The strawberry milk drinking scallywag, that gravy sucking pig, Lila Ann. <laughs> Uh, and do you do you spell that the same way as it's spelt on the side of that blimp over there? Leland was like adjusting his chains, you know, doing all sorts of cool things like checking his chains. ring. He has a um, not been mentioned before, but it's like a signet ring, but instead of like a crest or anything, it's just kind of a tiger's eye because he's really into like gyms. Remember, he would go to like a, a gym, the Fosco gym mine or something like that, and get some stupid gyms. Got one of those. He's adjusting his ring, and he looks up and he. He looks down, takes a double take, and he's like, "Yeah, it'd be the one." So, uh, how she, shouldn't she she be dead? Like, did she didn't turn into a mummy? Did she? I mean, your guess is good as mine. I've been uh, entombed for hundreds of years. Is that just her company? No, her company survived. Her legacy is is lived on. Again, you're asking. I have as much information as you do right now in this situation. I feel like I'm getting a lot of questions as if I should know. But we're here together. Any of you besides Leland, who was trapped in a tomb for an extended period of time and did not get any new information, can feel free to roll a lore to know, sure. uh, to see like what contextually you may know I about Lila Ann. Love to roll a lore. Uh, pretty, pretty big uh, sugar magnet. So it's possible. Uh, minus one. Ooh, a three. I, I didn't have much need for sugar when I was skeleton. So yeah, I don't know sure. much. Cammy like sweets. Uh, Cammy, what you know, what you know about uh, the Deacon Sugar mm-hmm. uh, conglomerate is that um, there was some unfortunate situations happened uh, a, a long, long time ago. Uh, but uh, the progenitor of the Deacon Sugar Mines, uh, Lyman, was it Lyman? Yeah. Is that what we chose? Mm-hmm. Lyman Deacon. He did pass away. And his uh, son, Leland Deacon, who you've pieced it all together at this point, is your buddy over here, was also uh, indisposed of. And after that, it kind of got taken over by the like the one remaining heir, Lila Ann. Mm -hmm. Um, And by all accounts, like she was a pretty successful business person and she stepped into being kind of more the mascot of the company at a certain point. Mm -hmm. 
and like her imagery was all over everything. But she really quickly into that process stopped being a like the public speaker. She was using all her branding, all her marketing and still is like widely used in all her marketing and branding. But she is not like doing appearances or and there's like another person that is like like the business face of that corporation now. Are you telling me that she's the Wendy's? And there's like some Dave Thomas still running this sugar empire, but she's the Wendy. <laughs> that could absolutely be your conclusion. Okay. <laughs> she's not, she is not. I think that uh, based on the information yeah. I've given you. Yeah. I mean, all you, all you really know is that for a while it looked like, like she ran that company and then she stepped into this role of being like visible on the packaging. Like her face is on deacon sugar packets mm-hmm. and like she's got lila simple sure syrups they've done all different types of things uh branded under lila's name and pretty quickly into that process like you don't remember the last time that you heard like oh lila ann's perf- like coming to this in this town to d- to like yeah. talk about their new products or anything like that she's not she's she's not doing public appearances she would be like re- like crazy old now or unless she used the the wizard that de-aged the workforce to de-age her when she got old the the wizard today talk to her to find out i think yeah i mean from your knowledge it was it was a significantly long time ago but like you may be piecing together that she should have been human when you maybe always assume that maybe she was an elf or something like lifespans maybe don't click the same way in Eorith as they do here. Sure. Uh, you could hear somebody has been around for hundreds of years and not really think anything of it because like, oh, they could be a dwarf. They could be an elf. You know, you don't really know. I wonder if uh, Reginald's still kicking around. <laughs> I hope so. Oh, no. You also you also know that Reginald died. Uh, um, how? He was drawn oh, and quartered. So he was drawn and quartered. Drawn and quartered, he says. <laughs> like, it was as a prank. It was as a prank. <laughs> for his birthday like there was a big prank going on that on his birthday like they they jumped him in the middle of the night and put a a, th- a thing around his head and like tied him to this thing it was like his his biggest fear was always of being drawn and quartered and so they tied him up to four horses and they're like just pranking it like it was just a big prank but unbeknownst to them there was actually someone else that was supposed to get drawn and quartered that night and they just happened to go to the wrong park and so they got him tied up, and he was actually actively drawn and quartered. No one mourned him, what though. Really. Fates. Oh, my yeah. God. Poor Reggie. Yeah. Um, yeah. Wow. I'm hoping he'd grown up into a child again at that point, uh, into a man again at that point, and was not still yeah. a child. Oh, yeah. No, it was, it was, it was, it was a good, it was a good 20 years later. Um, you do know that, that, uh, Deacon Sugar Mines does still sell Reg- Reggie's biscuits, um, which you can get pretty much anywhere, any market place throughout mm-hmm. all Aurora of, of Eorith sells Reggie's biscuits. Okay. Yeah, weird that we haven't kind of talked about this, uh, Leland, but it seems like everything's still kicking. I don't know what uh, your family's doing with that old business, uh, but I mean, they put Lila's face on everything kind of as soon as, you know, she, uh, like, as soon as, soon as I guess, Daddy, I don't, you haven't really told us much about fa- your family. Uh, as soon as that one, like, kind of, you know, uh, she kind of became, I don't know, the face and was on everything. Uh, it looks pretty, looks pretty good. I've had the sugar and it's great, by the way. It's real sweet. Good. I know we're not supposed to talk about her, I think. I th- right? Uh, more kneels down and tastes some of the snow to make sure it's snow and not low-calorie sweetener. Uh, we haven't entered, like, the land of, uh, 
Deacon Sugar. All right. Yeah, no, it is uh it is fully snow. Okay. Um but um uh, there's something about it that tastes a little off to you. Like there's something that makes you like kind of it's like imagine if you're really in, you're really interested in actually having some something like a sugary soda and you drink a diet soda and it like doesn't really do the trick, but it's close. Um it's just diet snow. Put down diet snow. No, it's just I, I've decided that uh, this particular land has like a very iron rich atmosphere, so it's a little uh, a little more ferrous uh, liquid than you would used to. So the irony taste of it would probably make you think of blood. Yeah, I was gonna say that oh. Hollis and um, and more probably are are like eh, it's pretty good. So it's pretty good. <laughs> it's not bad. As far as bloodless snow goes. Mort's made a couple of snow cones and handed one to the others, which is chowing down. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> Starts chomping down. Leland's clearly having a very difficult time with this. He's seeing the ship and he's just like kind of, he's like, I don't even Paterfamilias died. Paterfamilias did a lot of session coming in. I was in paperwork. I got paperwork in my tomb. He was in Paterfamilias, then he dies. Now I'm the Paterfamilias. Paterfamilias is in tomb. Now she's in She's she's miscegenated. We can't. She come out here with her strawberry milks and her gravy. And now she out here on a blimp. And that blimp was never a good idea. I wanted a dirigible, and you're saying a dirigible blimp or same thing. Like, hey, no, Leland. Yes. Leland, you're ranting. He's definitely like spinning and like stomping around and kind of pacing back and forth. He's pretty upset. Um, of note. That airship, is it in the air? Adam, is it in the air? Yeah. So there's like enough magic to get an airship in the air here? No, it's, a, it's got, they got a blimp. It's steam. It's a, it's a, it's a steam. It's a helium. It's a, the gas is the most prevalent in the, oh, well, did they you not get chemistry on your no! air helium? Yeah, we, we were trying to do the same thing to, to Alpoke before the tsunami hit, if you remember. I don't know. It seemed like we, <laughs> seemed like with all of the Yanoff fucking tinkering, we still hadn't gotten much there. So I didn't know if this was like alofted by magic. You did. You did end up like getting to the point where you had like a balloon and you had a means of propulsion with the Tigriffs. Yeah. But you guys never like pieced it all together before you because you really didn't have to go anywhere since mm. that point. But yeah, no, this is this is an airship in the big balloon type of uh, I fashion. See. OK. Yeah. This is around the world. 80 days airship. Yeah. Not a shield helicraft. Is there anything shark? Can we form some sort of rudimentary uh, arrowhead and maybe fire it at the balloon? You know, you know, you get you picking up what I'm putting down. Why? To make it crash. But that, but that balloon's like our size. Everyone else here is that size. And she's gonna point at the big fucking head that looks like a hill. Also, maybe we could discuss the morality of just randomly killing people, just you know, like willy nilly. Double jeopardy. I can't be in trouble for a crime that I've already been convicted of. You can't. You remember with Tommy Lee Jones and I think maybe Diane Lane or Ashley, Ashley you've, Judd? You've already what, shot that airship down? Well, no, but uh, I've, yeah, I've already uh, allegedly done, uh, you know, crimes against the, the Deacon Sugar Mines. Uh, crime's a crime. Judges, I hate to see him not the center. It's all double jeopardy. Everything's double jeopardy because a crime's a crime. I don't think I've ever seen that movie. I only largely watch movies that are uh, heavily feature water. Oh, it's really good. Uh, they think Ashley Judd could get her in trouble for killing somebody, but it turns out the person's not dead and she does get to do it. And it's in New Orleans. I remember all the gravestones. At the, but it's a good one. You should see it. Yeah, I mostly watch Paul Giamatti films. <laughs> Either way, I do think we should head at this airship, right? That's, that's where we're... That's where, right, Devin? Devin! 
Oh, you want to weigh in here? Should we head to the airship? You're our guide. I mean, I'm really just, I'm just, I didn't really know I had a vote. I, mean, I was just kind of here to. I'm riding you. You're going to have a vote. Yeah. I, they, they at least owe me some 300 years of dividends on the stock, at least. And that is quite a bit because I was a majority shareholder. So. I mean, if, if anything, uh, I mean, something we haven't done for a while is, you know, we could steal it. We, we used to always love stealing boats. Uh, and then we can get get around the, the land a bit easier. Well, I would say you can't steal what's really yours, but that is what they got O.J. Simpson in trouble for, if you remember that, when he went to prison for stealing his memorabilia in Las Vegas. <laughs> he thought because it was his memorabilia, he could steal it. Well, he in trouble. Mm-hmm. 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 And he went to prison. Speaking of double jeopardy, writing a book about a murder you already could Okay. Sorry. Jesus Sorry. Christ. <laughs> how, how is your, your memoir coming on, Leland's the, the If I Did It one? I can't write. Onward. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we gotta head to this airship. Yeah, because we've lost the plot and I'm very is, cold. Is the airship moving or is it just like hovering there? No, it is moving. Yeah. Towards or away from us? It's lateral to you. Okay. Is it moving fast or very slowly? Can we catch up with it? No, you cannot catch up with it without a significant amount of work. Uh. Like you guys walk for a good, a good 15, 20 minutes uh, before you realize that like, you don't really feel like you're much closer. Like you have moved. You tried to catch it on a diagonal, but you like grossly misjudged the speed at which an airship travels respective to your little feet. Um, And so like you've slowly turned that diagonal into an arc and now you're just trying to basically chase it. Um, And, you're also in a weird spot because like you're vaguely self-conscious about the fact that you are getting out of visible range of where you came in and where there's that little doorway. Uh, you do have uh, effectively what's a, like what is acting as a wither glass that you've been told will take you right back to it. But there is still like this lingering hesitance mm. to accept that like you can really get too far out of range of this place that the only place that tethers you kind of back to your own reality. So, uh, Devon, we're here to, to find things that, you know, maybe don't exist in, in your throat to, to bring them back. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty much yeah, uh, study and get what we can. And more picks up a handful of snow. It's like, uh, is, is this anything? Can we just take this back? I mean, everything's anything. I mean, we can definitely take back some snow. We can study it. I mean, it gives us an idea. I mean, I've been taking readings kind of as we've been walking through. I've got like kind of a baseline temperature information, things like that. Uh, sorry, I I hate to put a damper, but you really wouldn't, you'd be studying water. You wouldn't be studying snow. It wouldn't be snow by the time we got it back. It'd be water because it melts. Uh, I mean, it would be interesting if it wasn't, though. Like, what if there's not, what if this doesn't have the same melting point? You know what I mean? So, like, it could be kind of frozen even when it's warmed up. You know, you never know. (laughs) You never know. So, that's the science. Hey, you know, that's what science is. You've you've opened my eyes to the the wonderful world of science, Devin. What if we capture this dimension's Lila Ann and bring her back? What if we do that? Oh. I mean, yeah, if we could find like a person, if we could get like a person, that'd be great. Like a like a sentient person. We do need a plan, and the plan should be better than O.J. Simpson's plan to infiltrate the Las Vegas apartment where he stole back his memorabilia. Well, certainly, certainly, nobody wants to go down that route. Well, how how do we 
I mean, we can't catch up with the ship. Can we somehow lure it over here? Can we signal it somehow? I feel like the ship is not something that we can accomplish in this moment, like in this trip. I feel like we need to we need to take the information that there is a human or humanoid sized airship in Thimblevinther. For some reason, I feel like we need to take that information and sort of tuck it away in our brains. Uh, but I don't know that we're going to make do anything with it. I don't know that it's, we're going to be able to touch it. You know what I mean? Because it's real fucking far away. Uh, what if we go back and then come back in with some kind of rocket launcher with a, a sail type thing okay with a rocket launcher attached just in case we get the tigriffs maybe and then they we fly yes let's report That's back about it, dear. to the king vampire asshole sorry Devin, no offense and then we come back into here and and do a double jeopardy I'll do the double jeopardy. I guess you guys would be in trouble as accomplices. Should we prepare for if when we come back, you know, the giant that's sleeping right there that looks as though it would take a mere, you know, big gulp uh, to devour us all <gasps> that might be awake, maybe? Let's wake the giant up and explain the situation. Maybe he'll get the airship oh, for us. Don, no, hold I like on. like that idea. Leland's going to start walking towards the giant okay i don't <laughs> okay uh, he's shouting at the same time hey giant <laughs> he's giving you guys opportunity to stop him i haven't done anything other than walk in that general direction yeah no it's you're no you're not i would like to point out you're not near the giant it, you are nearer to the giant than you were when you started um he, the giant is not strictly speaking in the direction of the airship so leland is like headed off in a different direction uh if you give him a solid 30 minutes he will absolutely get there it's like being in dc when you think you're at the washington monument but you still got a lot of walking to do yeah you gotta walk yeah, yeah it's just it's so big <laughs> are we now closer to the giant than we are to the door or are we still close to the door you are closer to the giant than you are to the door yes okay Oh, hey, Lynn, I just remembered you're not cursed anymore, are you? Uh, no, I'm I'm not cursed. I had that epiphany. So that means you can, in fact, destroy that airship with no consequences. Yes, that is true. Wonderful. This is terrifying. I mean, not wonderful for the people. Is it? Is it? Sometimes I feel like he needs to have a tether. <laughs> Maybe we could do a little jaunt to the giant like just to the top of its head maybe there's a little soft spot like a baby uh gather some like hair info Devin would that be no not by touching the soft spot like it's a self-destruct just by like getting some general scalp information about the giant I mean yeah getting any information on that thing would be probably pretty cool like getting like snipping a piece of clothing or getting like some shavings off of his shoe or something like yeah hair would be cool it might take us till tuesday to get to his shoes devin have some have some frame of mind it's gonna take me an extra hour to get to that shirt and then i'm just saying there's a lot of options here yeah we you know getting anything from that and then like being able to take it back and get a better idea as to what that thing is would be would be great yeah that would be good okay i mean more than snow you know which you know would be good oh yeah devin Devin, 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 can you take me to the gi- the top of the giant's head, please? I'd like to I'd like to go there now. I have an idea. It just hit me. I'm very excited, and I want to do it now. Okay, yeah. I mean, it's pretty far, but we're gonna go. All right, uh, we're running. Hey, uh, Hollis. Uh, yeah. You know how snow's like sort of water, right? Tell me more. Could could you swim in this snow? 
Uh, and, and go like really first. Uh, you pose an excellent question. Let's see. <laughs> she dives into the snow. I was just like a big snow angel. <laughs> uh, yeah, you fall flat into snow. It is watery in a sense. Water adjacent, uh-huh. But it, boy, you don't really have the ability to swim in this stuff. I, no, seeing as it's snow, it's weird. It's like. I imagine she just like moves back and forth a little bit. Yeah. Makes a shark angel. Who knows the rules in this dimension, you know? It, it might have worked. Mort tries it just in case vampires can swim. I would imagine it feels like being in a ball pit, but all the balls are dipping dots. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Accurate. That's what Accurate. I feel like it would That's be. That's exactly what it feels like. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. a ball pit full of dipping dots. Yeah. Yeah, naturally. Uh, I guess we're heading towards the um, the giant. Then. All right, you guys uh, head on towards the giant. The uh, airship kind of dips out of view around the edge of the horizon before you get to the giant. Uh, you still do have an eye on the doorway that you came in on, but it's so small at this point that like you can... You can only tell that like the light looks a little different around there. There's like a little halo of some effect in that area, but you can't really see the doorway anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, you guys eventually make it to the giant. When you get there, this thing is bigger than you really expected. Like from a distance, you thought this thing was like a 90 foot tall giant or something like this thing would have dwarfed uh, to Cami and uh, Mort who saw it. Although. I guess uh, Hollis and Leland, well, Leland was underground, so couldn't have. But Hollis, you could have seen it, too. Um, when the gods uh, like came out of the ground and did battle on Yorith, uh, they would have been like knee high on this giant. Mm, uh, this thing is large lad, you're saying a large lad. Uh, I'm going to say Hollis didn't see because she was pretty deep down under. But the sea definitely did some funky shit that day. Yeah. The sea was angry, my friends. So for Hollis's, for Hollis's, uh, like, uh, for her benefit, this thing could eat a whale like it was a sardine. Jeepers creepers. <laughs> That's a big boy. He's big. Move over, Devin. There's a new big boy in town. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, as I get to the scalp, I imagine that Devin would want to collect. By the way, is this a is this a an open scalp or is there like a hat that you're gonna make me chew through somehow? Uh, there's no hat. He does have like very long, thick hair. Um, but like, love that. If you, if you're trying specifically to get to the scalp, um, yeah, you're gonna have to like dig through some hair. Good. Kind of like swim on in there. Oh, I imagined him as like sort of encased in ice sort of thing, but he's he's just uh, standing there. He just took a nap, I think. <laughs> he's laying. Yeah, he's oh, laying he's down, laying down. Okay. on the ground. Yeah, he's laying down like he's sleeping. I imagine Devin's going to try to take like little clippings of the hair. Devin's starting on like the clothes. God damn it, And he's Devin, getting like fine. some of the smoke in the area, but he is like he's, he's Fucking... hesitant to cut anything that like seems visibly part of this thing because he just doesn't know what's going to happen okay. like you don't know if giants have nerves in their hair who knows more is rifling through his pockets which i guess a, a cave like okay that's a climb <laughs> <laughs> yeah no he doesn't have he doesn't really have pockets is he wearing jorts he is not wearing jorts he is wearing like uh it's all furs which is uh in and of itself pretty off-putting because if it's wearing if it is wearing like uh like a fur what is it made this fur out of it's just 
billions of little tiny stoats. Rabbits. <laughs> Rabbits. <laughs> That's why there's no wildlife here, because he's killed everything to make fur. Okay, uh, Cammy wants to. Cammy will hop off of Devin's shoulders if Devin insists a, a, upon heading towards the collar of this uh, man, gentleman, person, giant. Uh, but I'm gonna start grabbing just some clothing and stuff like that first. I think it makes sense, you, you know. You and you vampires and your fucking fibers do you fine, fine. I'll get down here and she, like she goes and the the snow is like up to her belly button. She's like. A, Fuck it. Okay, fine. And oh my god, what is this Gore-Tex? Oh my, this is beautiful. I, this fabulous oh great. Oh my god, it's it's a poly blend. They're all poly blends. It doesn't fucking matter. And she's gonna start like, <laughs> like whipping through the hair because she wants to get to the scalp. That's 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 Cammy's that's Cammy's goal. Is she's gonna? I don't know how long this hair is, but she's trying to get to the scalp. She's like Indiana Jones hacking through a jungle. Yeah, she's hacking through the jungle, trying to booby traps. You know, there might be so like she's just. Okay, let's be specific. Yes. So she's like trying to crawl and and like nestle in there to try to get down to the scalp. I, yeah, is that the plan? I don't know how, what the curl pattern is on this hair type, but I at some point I, she would like. It's to- wavy. It's wavy. Okay. Um. Okay. Okay. Yeah, you're gonna have to roll me a barber. Still. A barber. <laughs> Barbary. I think in athletics. Oh, hold on. Do I? Oh, hold on. I still have that comb that Mirka gave me. <laughs> you do oh have a comb that Mirka gave you. But does it work? Because it was magic. This is everybody. Let's take a moment. This is the first time anyone has remembered I gave them a magic <laughs> item on the in the history of this podcast. I remembered that you gave me a pole. I've always assumed my magic item. In fact, my magic item doesn't work because I tried it out when we first met Hollis. This is a magic item that was given to you before magic left the world. That's true. Okay. But what? Yes. Tell me about okay. it. What are you going to okay, do? Okay. So Cammy is like halfway through the hair before she remembers this because I, I'm a method actor. Um, <laughs> and she's going to take the comb out. And if I remember correctly, I could like touch the comb to the fur and then like think of a hairstyle and then it becomes that hairstyle. Mm-hmm. So. Correct. Okay. So I'm going <laughs> to. Yeah, uh, yeah. So I'm going to pretend that this um, that this giant is uh, real up to date on the like Zoomer trends, real Gen Z trends and uh he's gonna like brush the tiniest baby bit of the hair and think about a middle part she wants to full red sea this (laughs) red sea just like my nephew's hair gross so here's what happens i'm gonna need you to i'm gonna need you to roll an arcana okay that's better that's a that's a better stat Mm. for me than whatever you were going to have me roll for the other thing. Man, who thought we could have fit an O.J. Simpson and an Exodus reference in the same podcast? And yet, here we are. What a time to be alive. Uh, I got a two for Arcana. My Arcana's not as good. Okay. So here's what happens. You think of this middle part and you touch the comb to this giant's head. And think to yourself for a second, like, oh, shit, yeah, magic doesn't work anymore. But at the moment that it touches the giant's head, like an explosion of force goes off. Uh, The hair does like shift to this middle part. You are blown across the uh, frozen tundra. Basically, you are thrown like a good 30 to 40 feet off of this giant Uh. uh, where you are approaching him. Uh, And as you like pull yourself up out of the snow, uh, you like look over to where um, like your friends are and they've all been thrown on their asses as well you do notice that Devin has a middle part 
Um, also, Mort <laughs> has a middle part. And Hollis, that mullet, is middle parted now. Uh, and all of you, as you look over at Cammy, Cammy is fully middle parted all the way down her fur. And it's like almost, almost, almost a tessellation pattern because it follows each one of her tails is middle parted. Oh, um, it's, oh no. It's pretty rough. I hate that. Uh, Leland escapes mostly unharmed although uh boy buddy your your bandages are feeling a little tight i don't know they're just a little tight you got a crease in the they back got, or they something. got pleated light starch <laughs> they all got pleated um all right cammy hey but I, that one was me sorry guys i remembered about a magic item i won't do that again uh this is a negative outcome for my knowledge so i'm gonna go ahead and tuck that back away oh quite Quite like it. You all feel like a deep rumbling, and there's like a big no. uh, burst that comes out of this giant's nose. He like exhales really suddenly, and Devin is kind of at his collar trying to cut off some fibers from that, and he gets hit with this wall of like wind and force and gets tossed, and uh, boy, it, it, he looks like he kind of falls awkwardly on his shoulder. Oh, oh. <gasps> De- Devin took a couple points of damage. Oh, also, uh, important to note, Cammy, do you're going to need to take one stress from your fall off of uh, our buddy the giant. Noted. I was not atop him. I was just combing through the hair as he lit down, but I, I'm, I'm stressed. I'm very stressed. Either way, you were getting blown across. I just, I think, I still as have not touched in, the scalp, and I want. To, I'm, I've got scalp plans. Uh, a small, as the smallest and closest person. Yeah, you, you took some damage getting shot across. That's very understandable uh, by the force of this. Are the giant's eyes still closed? Yes, they are. Okay. Okay. Cammy keeps trucking back to the scalp. She's got it. She's got a scalp plan and she assumes that Hollis is going to go comfort Devin in a way oh, yeah. only only a shark can. And she's going to let them have that uh, That's fair. Uh, moment and she's going to head straight for the scalp. Uh, meanwhile, Mort throws a snowball at Leland <laughs> for five on my shoot roll. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna need you to roll a notice there, Leland. See if this thing catches you unawares. I would imagine Leland will be pretty preoccupied, so I think maybe I should take a disadvantage. I mean, we don't really have that. I mean, you could take a neg two. You could you could roll it at a minus two. Okay, then if I roll it at a, a complication, I, a I guess two, it would be. Good. I've got a plus one, but if I take my minus two, I'm down to minus one. So you can't beat this, by the way. Yeah, because <laughs> he rolled a five. Right. <laughs> So congratulations. Uh, wh- where do you pelt Leland with the snowball? Right in the face. <laughs> right in the old ruby eye. We would love to see it. All right, Leland, you've been ruby eyed with a with a snowball. Oh God, I am. Oh, that's wet and also <laughs> cold. <laughs> kind of fun though, right? I mean, some people prefer cucumbers pickled, but man, I and what just starts a snowball fight with everyone that isn't trying to. <laughs> Brush giant's ass. All right. How close am I to scalp? I mean, you could climb up there and get it at this point. Okay. All right. Cammy wants to very gingerly, very softly, very, very light, very gentle, um, reach out her little paw and touch the scalp. And she wants to jump into this giant's mind and see what he's dreaming about. He's asleep. So how willful is he going to be? He's, uh, yeah, well, I guess we'll find out. 
I, at this point, I could probably fit in through the ear. Like, honestly, if this doesn't work, I could probably just crawl yeah, in there. Yeah, just physically go in his head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Up through the, the nose, nose, if need be. Like yeah, Egyptian. Garlic clove on a TikTok video. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, should I roll my empathy? That's a lot of dice. Mm-hmm. Should I roll my empathy? Okay. It's only four. It's only ever four. Ooh, I feel like I did good. I feel like I did good. Okay. Let's see. Did you do good? I got a six. My empathy's plus four, baby. Damn. You succeed. Yeah. Congratulations. So you go inside this mm-hmm. giant's brain. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's very, like, immediately you kind of think it doesn't work. Um, because, like, you feel like nothing is different. Like, you feel like everything's, like, you're just, like, still standing in the same place. Uh, you realize the giant's not in front of you anymore. Um, and the weather has picked up intensely. Uh, there is snow blowing uh, heavily, like v- horizontally across the uh, the landscape here. And you for a second, like wonder where the heck this giant is. And then all of a sudden you hear a thunderous smash behind you. And as you turn around, you see this giant uh, like fully standing up with a huge spear. And he is trying to take down a mammoth that is a solid uh, two to three times larger than even he is. Um, and he is in battle with a enormous mammoth. This this fucking giant is mask for mask. That's what we're doing in here. This fucking. <laughs> oh God. Okay. Ah oh, shit. Oh what? I wonder if I can learn anything else in this fucking dome. Uh, Kimmy wants to. Tr- that she shouldn't. But Kimmy wants to try to yell out at the giant. She wants oh, to try to make babe. some noise. In there. It's, no, it's a lucid dream. Her up. Okay, okay. It's probably just going to be a dream. So this is my best chance to actually do I can talk to someone in their brain. Okay. Um, hi. Uh, roll a rapport. <laughs> One syllable rapport roll. <laughs> uh, a four. Uh, you yell this out and your voice carries further than like you could have possibly imagined because this isn't the real world. This is in someone's mind and like, oh, sure. The laws of, <laughs> of like <laughs> sonic like rules don't necessarily apply. Um, so you yell this out and it echoes across the horizon. And as he like turns to like look in your direction, he gets clipped on the shoulder by the tusk of this giant mammoth. And these mammoths have serrated tusks and like his uh, like it catches him in the shoulder. And there's this big spray of blood that shoots out as he like screams out, he yells like and the whole countryside is shooken um, and spins back around with his spear forward to try to thrust back at the mammoth. Damn, a lot of shoulder trauma. Okay, not what I meant. Not not what I meant. Oopsie. Um, Cammy, can Cammy try to? She has not tried to do this before, but can she use like a will or an empathy or something to try to like force the mammoth to go away? Can she? Can she try to like alter the dream that? Can we inception? A dream within a dream. Um, we can try anything and everything. So let's call that. I I know you want it to be an empathy. But I want everything is, to be empathy. Doesn't feel like it. It feels like. Will. It might be a provoke. 
Uh, I could use my empathy for provoke. So I love that. I is love that because that's my whole Is there any fine print on that? Is there any fine print on that? Hold on. Hold on. Let me. I think it feels more like a will roll to me. Like you're trying to will it okay, away. So... Yeah, but that's. Will is, a, is more of a reactive thing. Okay. So for uh, this. Do, 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 yeah. Uh, when. Uh, yeah. Cammy's skill at reading people makes her adept at provoking a strong emotional response if she's trying to get them to uh, angry, depressed, or uh, respond in a um, heightened way. Cammy may use empathy in place of provoke to make mental attacks. So it's like okay. a combat thing. I mean, thing. it all sounds good. I would also point out that I think John's actually right in this case because oh, okay. I did just read about Will and how fate handles Will as an attack. And you can't really use it for attack, but in settings where you allow psychic abilities, full on psychic conflict might be something that you would do okay. with Will. I have, a, so, I have a plus two to Will. So I'm, I'm, congratulations, I'm not John. You are Will. correct in this particular situation. I do think Will is a good thing for psychic attacks. Sounds good. Okay. So, um, I, with my, Plus two. Okay, well, I got a one. It wasn't a great attack. Is it enough to get rid okay. of a mammoth? Uh, it is not enough to get rid of the mammoth. Shit. Uh, and it is not enough to elicit much of a response from either the mammoth or the uh, giant as they are well, a new very ability. engaged with what they're doing. It's a new ability. Okay. Um, whoops. I tried to fix it, but it, this is all this is all very new to me. Um, what's your name? <laughs> <laughs> i tried to help but i'm hey what's your okay. name uh it like shakes off like you can see like he's, he's shaking his head as you're like yelling out at him yeah. and like ignoring the conversation and he like thrusts his spear back at the mammoth and catches the mammoth in one of its legs and it goes down on one knee uh and then like hops back up and kind of yanks the spear back out of his hand he is really engaged in a fight seemingly to his him his brain his death right now you know it's yeah. very busy this is a very busy moment for him is what you're learning yeah do you have like an epitaph do you have is there anything that you want to sit like a, a monologue sometimes hey sometimes this scene kind of drags on and it takes a second and then there's a big monologue thing the snow around you kind of spins in a circle that it almost like feels like a real natural like like almost like a dust devil, like like the wind has just whipped around in a way that yeah. like has spun up a little bit of snow. And then you slowly realize that that snow is going only in a, a circle around you and it covers up over your head. And you are in a very small, entirely snow covered igloo. Um, the light from outside kind of still shimmers in so you can kind of see in here a little bit, but you're just kind of closed off for now. OK. All right. Well, the giants can do fucking magic. Good to know. And also have a very low tolerance to friendly energy. So good to fucking know. Um, wow. Didn't learn as much as I would like. Um, just because it feels rude not to, can we be like, uh, okay, well, this wasn't super helpful, but uh, thanks, Mark. Oh, I just, sorry, sorry. I decided that your name is Mark, um, but with a C. I don't know if that makes it better. Um, but you need to have chiller dreams because this this looks stressful, dog. You're not going to feel rested after this. Do you know what I mean? All right. Uh, peace. And then she does whatever she needs to do to try to like, like water slide out of <laughs> his dome. 
Yeah, uh, before that happens, everyone oh, no. else that's outside during this uh, little brief interlude notices a handful of things. You notice that Cammy goes up and like climbs up this thing's hair and touches it on the scalp. Uh, you guys are pretty engaged in a relatively raucous snowball fight. Uh, but then after she's kind of like been holding under this thing's head for a little bit, uh, you notice it start to like stir a little bit like it is like restless in its sleep. Uh, and then suddenly a giant cut appears on its shoulder. It starts uh, shooting blood up out of uh, this like huge laceration along its shoulder. Uh. And it coats the uh, the ground in like a thick layer of blood and like weirdly over the course of like a handful of seconds, that color drains out of it until it is all just completely white with the snow. And you can't really tell where it's fallen and where it hasn't. Um, and uh, this thing starts to like move around a little bit like you start to get pretty worried that like somebody probably should get cammy off this thing before it sits up because it is like stirring in its sleep in a way that it looks like it could roll over any minute uh and just smash her flat i was hoping for some nice bread syrup from a snow cone well i think i've seen enough i can go ahead and table my revenge plot i think we should get cammy and leave this doesn't seem like a place for us you can get Got injured it. in your dreams she's been up there it's 10 10 it's time huh. to go <laughs> Hollis does that thing that penguins do where they take a running start and then like lay on their bellies and, and slide quickly slide. over to her. <laughs> you make it there in like two seconds flat. <laughs> you almost it's go like, too far. Just as she's falling down, Hollis puts her hands out and Cammy falls into her hands. Uh, so as you catch Cammy, Cammy, you like quickly shake your head and realize that like you fell into uh something and you look over at hollis is like penguin Safe. sliding you away uh and like you're like okay that's kind of strange and then you realize that this thing this giant is starting to get up um which you couldn't feel when you were in there but now it's like oh shit because its head is like tilting up away from the ground a little bit it's like moved its shoulder to put its arm down on the ground to prep mm -hmm. itself and this giant uh, slowly starts to get up. And then we hear the theme tune to Attack on Titan. Y'all, Mark is not chill. We gotta get the fuck out. Mark's not chill. We're not rocking with Mark. Not rocking with Mark. Get the, get the with the glass and let's go. Devin? We gotta get Devin. <laughs> is Devin on the ground? Devin's bet yeah, Devin's down. Devin is like starting to head. She's like, let's go, let's get the hell out of here. Let's do it. Let's weather glass home. Yeah, we gotta get the fuck away from Mark. He is not chill. Not chill. Uh, you guys whip out the wither glass and there is some inscriptions around the back of it. Um, you guys, do any of you read Elvish? Certainly not. Uh, I don't think so, but I think Mort would remember the song I had to sing. Oh, Unless that was it's not different. <laughs> that was programmed by uh, people very, very long ago. This one has a different... It's different um, Elvish. I don't keywords. have any like listed languages, but I can roll a lore for you. Yeah, I've got like a lore, but I don't have languages listed. Yeah. Yeah. I'm hey, just trying to think of who it would make sense. Could I, oh, could I, I mean, open you up? Might because of contracts. <laughs> might, yeah. Might know some just Maybe. for how long they've been alive. You all could Maybe. probably read it for me. Okay. That's true. That's true. Yeah. You, uh, you guys do have know. a giant dragon. Uh, you guys do have a giant giant behind you as well. 
Just as a heads up. Uh, okay. Uh, uh, all right. Um, Cammy like pulls, uh, cause Hollis is still holding her. I'm assuming, uh, Cammy pulls out her book and she's like, you what the fuck does it say? Please tell me. I assume you guys are running yeah. while you're oh, like, yeah. trying to do this at this point back towards the, okay. Um, so, uh, you like tries to like bring, uh, things into focus and kind of get an idea of what you, what's going on. And before, uh, it can respond in the distance, uh, in the direction you're going, uh, on the far horizon, you hear, uh, the trumpeting of a mammoth. Fuck! Yeah, it's not a great situation to be in all things considered, to be between a giant, a literal mountain-sized giant, and then a literal mountain-sized mammoth. Um, I mean, on the plus side, you're likely to get overlooked, so you just gotta avoid getting smooshed, right? Well, of course, that's easier said than done. We're dealing with footfalls the size of literal stadiums. Anyway, it seems like a rudely dramatic place to stop, so of course we will. That's right, baby boy. If you want more of this sweet, sweet dramatic action, you're going to have to show up next week here at the Gilded Ram Grog House Interior. Tip your minotaur bartenders. Please go ahead and put out one of the torches on your way out. Um, just do everyone a favor. And I will see all of you next time. Guys, what a fun episode. I think my favorite part was the snowball fight. Yeah, I, I think my favorite part was pelting land with a snowball as well. That's good. We should just do a whole episode where we do combat but it's just a snowball fight i like that my favorite part was the middle part because mostly i was very proud of myself for remembering that i had something of use that okay i take it back retro retrospectively if i want to really want to be serious my favorite part is the, t the fact that somebody used a magic item <laughs> for like one of the first times i think in game i, I was really excited yeah so i i'm wondering if if it works because we're in a different dimension and magic works in this mm. dimension mm. so i may have i think to... you might have some fairy fire arrows left Left over in yeah. a pocket somewhere that you could figure Ooh. out. I was gonna say I, I might try and use my fairy fire because that's when we were. I initially thought of signaling the airship. I thought, oh, I'll shoot my fairy fire arrow. Then I remembered it doesn't work. But hey. maybe it does. Maybe it does. Let's just see. Who knows? So I've still got yeah. I've still got my fairy fire arrow and my double bow and all that stuff. Yeah, but now you now you got all these muscles to use it with, so it's gonna be weird because you got muscles and tendons and stuff. Oh. Yeah, my shoot's not as high as it used to be. <laughs> well, that's because your fangs get in the way when you pull back the, the string on the bow. Yeah. No, I, I rearranged the stats of my character when I became a vampire, and stealth is now my top stat. You know, most of the time, uh, there's a problem with the shoot. I think it really comes down to miscommunication between all involved. Uh, and I, I think that if you really get down to the root of the issue, you'll see that having a clear and open discourse with everyone that you're interacting with will really fix that shoot issue. We'll get it right back to where it was. I'm sorry, this has never happened to me before. I've never had a neg on my shoot before. The other, <laughs> the, like the, the, the other thing that's funny is I, I do appreciate the fact that you put so many points into stealth in advance of learning what Carly's character was going to be like, <laughs> wherein stealth is not really a necessity if you are still running around in the party with Hollis, yes. because it's going to be loud. Yeah, it's going to be loud. No matter lot. what you do, it's going to be loud. It's, it's coming handy a couple of times, but not as much as... Yeah, when have. you've been off on your own. 
certainly. We need to like level up again so I can rearrange some shit. I got a whole new tail. I mean, you guys have been doing a lot of stuff. You guys could do a, you guys could do a thing. Yeah, you guys have had a lot of things that you've accomplished lately. So like, sure, absolutely. If you if you want yourself another stunt, take another stunt. You know what? Get yourself another level and a skill. I'm fine with it. Hey, good for you, kiddo. Sounds like a plan. Good job. You know what else? Good job. Reviews. <laughs> Leave us some. That would be great. That's, that's good. Yeah, I want to hear reviews about, like, uh, a lot of times people reference the original season, which or, like, the first season, which makes sense. Uh, I'd like to read more reviews about what we got going on now, about blood in the water, vampy uh, antics. Because uh, I think we're doing some wild shit, and I'm very, I'm a big fan. So I'd like to, I'd like to hear reviews about our current, our yeah. current uh, predicament. We're interplanar now. Like, yeah, yeah. There's a multiverse yeah. now. <laughs> I would just like to hear people's opinions on what you call a uh, half orc, half elf. Yeah. yeah, that would be good. A lot of, a lot of dwarf discourse, or no? It, 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 what would no, we decide dwarks it was? The the dwarf orc. That's a dork. Yeah, that's a dork. Dork. Actually, here's what I want to hear. Here's what I want to hear. If you have already reviewed us, go ahead and review us again. Yeah. That's fine. I don't have a problem with it. But here's what I want you to append to your review mm -hmm. of this show. I would like for you to append your favorite made-up name for a half this, half that, uh, like, amalgamation. Like, the Norths. And, like, the Dwelfs. And of things of this nature. What's your favorite half this, half that amalgamation? Maybe you like Knowles and you also like Aarakocra. So you like Norakokra. Go for it. That sounds great. I want to know everybody's favorite. I want to hear their opinions. Maybe you like half gophers, half ferrets, and you make a gopher. <laughs> okay. Maybe you like French people and also Aarakocra, and this just, that's just fried okra, baby. That's just fried okra. Maybe you're from my neck of the woods. Who knows? Who knows? Maybe you okay. like giant apes and bats, and you make a bong. Wow. Like a King Kong. King Kong, but a bong. A bong. A bing bong. Okay. If you will. A bing bong. <laughs> bing bong. Oh no, wait, he's the, the dude that's really upset. Sing, sing, song. Ding, dang, dong. Ding, dang, dong. Yeah, okay. What's, yeah, what's the movie okay, with, huh? with bing bong? It's like a weird elephant thing that dies. They're inside the kid's oh, brain. Oh, that's, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Inside yeah, out. Yeah, 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 yeah. Inside out. Oh. Yeah. That was sad. Poor bing bong. Yeah. Rest in peace. Poor Bing Bong. Man, pour one out for Bing Bong. Rip in peace. Right after, right after you leave us a review, pour out, pour one out for Bing Bong. Man, he had a, he had a rough. Yeah. 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 Getting forgotten by a six-year-old. If I were to get forgotten by a six-year-old, that'd be my whole week. You know what I mean? So pour one out for me, pour one out for Bing Bong. And right, and leave us a review. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter. We are at Brute Force Cash. You can follow any of us individually on the Twitter. You can follow... Uh, my best friend, Michaela Ray, at Ray Not Romano. Yeah, you can. Uh, you can follow John at Nudzer with a Z, not a Z. You can follow Adam at the Adam Bash. Or you can follow Carly at Animated Me with the E's is threes. Or you could follow Patrick at Patrick underscore Rankin. But when you tweet at him, replace all the R's with W's. He loves it. Loves it. It's a shtick. Or you can call him Dwight. Don't yeah, forget call to call him Dwight. Dwight. Call him Patrick Lincoln. And 
send feet pics, but only in DMs. So that's th basically that's the the brochure of how to interact with. Yeah. Did, yeah, did, did the Dwight thing ever make it into an outro, or are we just confusing people? No, I, I think know, it made but it we didn't maybe, make it. Maybe it you could work it, it out. It could have. Work it out. What, yeah. what does Dwight mean? I'm sure you'll figure it out. We got a smart yeah. audience here. Uh, yeah, or go to bruteforcepodcast.com, mm -hmm. possibly, and there's stuff. Yeah, links to everything. That's the easiest way. You can get to the Discord. You can get to the Patreon. You can go to bruteforcepodcast.com and you'll find all yeah. the links for all those things. Just simplify your life. Make it your homepage, folks. Bookmark it. Make it your Bookmark homepage. Bookmark it, baby. Hey, I put a lot of work into it. He Make did. it your homepage. Yeah. Just, hey, hey, make it your homepage. That's home where your page. Google Chrome wants to be. You know? You know what I mean? Just make it your homepage. Make page. it your homepage. Make it your make homepage. <laughs> Maybe you should put like a Google search bar on there, and then people would actually make it their homepage. Um, I'm not re I'm not reinventing things here. We're not redesigning the website. That's not what we're doing here. It's not what we're doing here. That's not what this is about. You already got it. It's a, it's homepage. a homepage. Everybody's got a Google search bar in the top of their. You can put any any search term you want into the into the actual browser bar. That's true. It's a search bar in and of itself. So let's just let's not duplicate things. That's true. Google is my homepage, but I always search in my search bar. Also, download the uh, web page. Um, just go ahead and like you know right click on it and download it as a as a .tiff file and keep it um, yes. in a flash drive just in case. It gets wiped. Just, in, Just case. in case it gets wiped for kind of offline viewing and upload it to your private Minecraft server. Just so you can have it. Just in case. Print it out, but make sure that you include backgrounds and headers. <laughs> Mail it to yourself. Just important. <laughs> so Mail it to yourself. <laughs> Mail it to yourself. Then, then you can prove that you were yeah. there because you'll have the date. But don't open Do the not. letter. Don't open the letter. Burn it. <laughs> Take a picture of the letter once it arrives and then burn the letter. Yeah. And then put the picture. And then put it in the capsule. <laughs> In a capsule, <laughs> and then bury it underground. And then bury it in your neighbor's bed. In your neighbor's bed. Bury it in the pet in cemetery in the count next county over. <laughs> there you go. It's easy. It's so Everyone simple. should do it. Also, don't forget to download the Brute Force Cast uh, app. Uh, you won't last five minutes playing this game. Let me tell you. Sporks are magic. Ham. Uh, pull one out for bing bong. Pour one out for bing bong, ladies and gents. Oh. Pour one out for bing Stick bong. Stickums. Jumbo be footed. Make it your homepage. <laughs>